Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me again on the Word Podcast. Uh, This is episode 640. Can you believe that? And so if you're sort of joining with us right now, you can jump in at any time. Uh, as always, make sure that you pass words about this time on your various uh, social media platforms, whether it be Facebook or Twitter or Google, you know, all these various things that we have to communicate. Uh, it's just good that when that we gather together as the body in this way. And always feel free to uh, drop me a note. There's, you can find it on my website. There's ways of doing that, okay? So we're in Second Timothy, and we're actually uh, bringing it to a close. We're in the fourth chapter. And if you remember, in the last episode, uh, we saw in verses 6, 7, 8, that Paul was just telling Timothy, you know, I'm already being poured out as a drink offering. The time of my departure has come. He knew that he was going to die uh, relatively soon. He says, I fought the good fight. I finished the course. I have kept the faith. Now, as we're about to see in a minute, that doesn't mean that he has ceased planning for the future. He's not just rolling over and dying. Okay, He's not giving up. But he realizes that he's coming to the end. But he says this in verse 8, that in the future there is laid up for me the crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will award to me on that day, and not only to me, but also to all who have loved his appearing. So we see that he knows that there is a crown of righteousness awaiting from him for him beyond this life. But not only for him, for everybody who has loved the appearing of the Lord Jesus Christ. Okay? And that's speaking of his appearing the first time. It's also speaking of his appearing the second time. What it's talking about is that they believe that Jesus is Messiah. So the next verse, Paul starts getting very, very uh, personal with things. Now, there's uh, requests. There's instructions. So just listen to this. Second uh, Timothy chapter 4, verse 9 says this. Make every effort to come to me soon. And so you can see that Paul wanted to see Timothy, apparently for one last time. And he's telling him, you make every effort to get here as quick as you can. Verse 10, for Demas, having loved this present world, has deserted me and gone to Thessalonica. And you're going to see a a list of people right here that had been uh, with Paul, a part of his entourage and things. And he's just bringing Timothy up to speed as to what's going on with him. Demas had abandoned, deserted Paul. And he tells why. He loved this present world. Okay, He loved this present world. Does that mean uh, that he wasn't saved? When you, and you can check the balance of the New Testament with these guys that are being mentioned right here, and you'll see them and the various things that they did. And quite often it was good things that they were doing with Paul. They're traveling with Paul. Right? But he says this, he loved this present world and he deserted me. The the fact of the deserting of Paul, the leaving of Paul is one issue. The loving this present world is another issue. As a matter of fact, somebody could leave Paul and make Paul quite mad about it. We're going to see it in the next verse. But that person was still, okay, was still uh, a believer, was still saved. 
But Demas, I don't know. Because if he loved this present world, that's saying something, is it not? So Paul says, Demas has loved this present world, has deserted me, and he went to Thessalonica. And then Christians has gone to Galatia and Titus to Dalmatia. Now, it doesn't, that doesn't mean that Christians and Titus had uh, loved this present world and deserted Paul. No, not at all. He's just telling Timothy, this is where they are. So Titus is over in Dalmatia. Then in verse 11, Paul says this, but Luke is with me. And you, and you say, well, who's Luke? Well, this is the Luke. Okay, the Luke. <laughs> the one that wrote, wrote the Gospel of Luke and Acts. And he traveled with Paul. He was a physician and he took care of Paul. And that's the reason that we have such personal insight in the Gospel of Luke as to what was happening, and in Acts, to what was happening in the early church. So Paul is saying this, Luke is with me. And then he tells Timothy, pick up Mark and bring him with you. For he is useful to me for service. Let me just read the next verse, verse 12. But Tychicus I have sent to Ephesus. So he sent one guy to Ephesus right here, and he's telling Timothy to bring Mark with him. We believe that this is John Mark. Okay? John Mark. Uh, one name's Jewish, another name's uh, Hebrew, I mean uh, Roman. And so, well, what's interesting about that? Well, John Mark went with Timothy and Paul on their uh, and Bar no, well, let me take it back. Yeah, went with uh, Barnabas and Paul on their first uh, missionary journey. And John Mark, as Paul described it in Acts, <laughs> abandoned them. And I don't know if it was so much an abandoning in the sense that we understand abandonment, but they were on this journey, and at some point, John Mark left. Well, Paul was not excited about that at all. Okay, not at all. But what could he do? Well, it's later on, and Paul goes to Barnabas and says, you know what, uh, let's go back and revisit these places we were, were at and check with these people and see how they're growing the faith. And Barnabas goes, hey, man, that's great. That's wonderful. Let me go get John Mark. We'll go. And Paul throws a fist. says, no, we're not going to take him. Uh, this is Acts 15, I think. We're not going to take him because he abandoned us last time. I'm not going to take him. And Paul and Barnabas, I remember Barnabas means the son of encouragement, okay? The son of encouragement. Uh, they get in a fight over this thing. They get in a heated debate. And they actually go their separate ways. It's the first church split, you know? They go their separate ways. And I think Paul took Silas with him and Barnabas took John Mark. And apparently they went and revisited the same churches, probably travel, traveling opposite routes because it was sort of a big circle that they went in. And uh, But anyway, it looks like this thing that Paul had just written John Mark off. Well, what does he say at the end of his life? That's the reason I want you to get a little bit of the background on this, because he says what to Timothy? Just in writing, just sort of in passing, pick up Mark and bring him with you, for he is useful to me for service. Well, obviously they had quote, made up, unquote, <laughs> you know, that kind of thing, that uh, uh, more than likely, you know, people always want to point fingers of blame in these kind of situations. Well, whose fault was it for this? Whose fault was it for that? It, that, that doesn't serve any purpose right here, okay? Uh, I think it's pretty obvious that Paul was probably the one that was a little out of, out of shape on the whole thing, but he realized, wait a minute, let's just move on. Bring him to me. Now, this, has been, this would be many, many years later. But he did not just totally write him off. He's actually saying that John Mark is useful to me for the service. Now, the last verse we're going to look at today, verse 13. When you come, 
bring the cloak which I left at Troas with Carpus, and the books, especially the parchments. You know, this just gives insight. We, we looked at this three or four episodes just very quickly, but it really does give us insight into something right here. He was saying, hey, you know, I left a cloak. I left an outer garment. I left this garment that I can wear when the weather's bad, when the weather's cold. I, I left this garment that I can use as a blanket, okay, because he's imprisoned right now. He said, I, will you please bring that to me? And that, that is so humbling to us when you really think about how most of us live. He's telling me, bring that cloak. And then he says, bring the books, especially the parchments. He had left these books behind. And the parchments, I think, more than likely, are his uh, copies of the Scripture. Whatever various forms of Scripture he had, that would have been his. But he's saying, bring me the parchments. Here he is, knowing that his time has come to an end. And yet he's still saying, hey, come visit me. Uh, bring the cloak. Bring the books, especially the parchments. Even at the end, he wanted to know more to where he would be more effective as a worker within the kingdom. You know, too often, uh, we're very proud of the fact that we've spent eight years and nine years in school to prepare for the ministry. I mean, how many times do I hear that, you know? And then you go out and you don't do anything else within the Word for the rest of your life. That is a horrific mistake. Here Paul is at the end of his life and he still wanted to know more. That's the example. May we live likewise. Again, I'm Dale. I'll see you again next time. Goodbye.